הרי מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שפלורנו לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שוכני עפר הקדוש משבר הצמח ובפחד לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסודו נמנחה נובים על כל חוכמה רבנו נחמן מפגע מצמחה נא נח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן אז ברוך השם We are up into the second half of Siman Peitet of Sichot Aran, Lesson 89, Rabbeinu's Conversations, um, finishing off, God willing, what we started, discussing um, the ideas of bundles of sins, and how Rabbeinu says we can rectify this by getting rid of the foundation of each and every bundle, by emulating and acting and fulfilling the 13 midot of Rachamim, the 13 traits of attributes of mercy. Let's continue on the subject. So we discussed at the last piece, that one, that when a person removes the first one of the bundle, then all the other bundle return to Hashem. All the other sins remaining in the bundle return to God. But where does Hashem Ba'ach give them vitality? We said that God now is responsible to give them vitality. You are no longer responsible. Why? Because you took away the responsibility from yourself the second you got rid of the, the first sin in each and every bundle. So how does Hashem give them vitality? Dano. Or from where did Hashem give them vitality? And Rabbeinu explains that what? In the evil side also possesses this uh, concept of the first among the first. We also have in the aspect of the evil side the first among first. The first thing. And what's the first? The starting point. The inception of that uh, of the rest of everything. It's Edom. The nation of Edom Which is where, uh, which is the aspect of Esav, Shenicha Rishon, and we know Edom is called Rishon, the first. How do we know this? Because Moshe it says, "Vayetzei Rishon Admoni." The first one came out red. We're talking about when Esav and Yaakov both came out of the womb. Esav came out red, and Esav was the first. So the Rishon is Admoni; it's red. It's Edom, which also comes from the word red. And the Edom, the nation of Edom, which is Esav, is the first of the first. Meaning, he's the first among the first. He's the first um, in this bundle of all the sins. <clears throat> Because all the other sins are drawn through him. They come through him. They come about through him. Meaning that once you first sin, then of course, one sin leads to the next. But that first sin, which causes this domino effect, which causes this. Um, This uh, chain reaction, which leads to all the other sins, that first sin is Edom. It's Esaf. Now Rabbanu explains that, because the truth is, according to the great sanctity and holiness of the Jewish people, it's not fitting for them at all to commit any sins, God forbid. It's just because of the strength of the exile, which we have to endure under the nations, and we have to go through all these taxes, these... Levies, these, all these things um, um, that we suffer under the hands of the Goyim. It's all because of this, because of the duress that we're placed under from the other nations. This is why we sin, God forbid. Therefore we see that the only reason why we sin, where does the sin initially come from? It comes from Edom. It comes through the nation of Edom. Why? Because we are, uh, we are imprisoned under them in the Galut. We are put under their control in the, in the exile. And they are the first of all the first things. They are the, they are the beginning of all the sins. All the first sins stem from them. Therefore, 
Therefore, Hashem Yitbarach takes all those, you know what I mean, all the remaining sins in those bundles. He puts it on himself, but essentially, where does he get his vitality? Where did he get the where did he give them vitality from? He gives the vitality to them from uh, Edom, which is the uh, which is the beginning of everything. They are the source of the reason why we sin. Essentially, Hakadosh Baruch Hu makes their vitality. Be, uh, makes them receive their vitality from Edom, which is the, the cause for everything. And this is what it says in the verse in Tehilim, place sin upon their sin. What does that mean? Meaning that what? HaKadosh Baruch Hu places all the sins of the Jewish people upon him. Meaning what? He draws the vitality of all those sins from Edom. We see Hashem Bach puts the responsibility on him, but where does he give their, where does he put the vitality? Where does he um, make those sins receive their vitality from? From Edom. And all of this is accomplished through compassion, pity, mercy. That with compassion and mercy, when you act with compassion and mercy, then you awaken the 13 attributes of God's mercy, as we mentioned above. But the poor people, those who are impoverished, because they do not possess this uh, trait of compassion and mercy, uh, brought down in the Zohar Kedosh, that the Zohar mentioned that poor people, because they're in the state of in the state of constricted consciousness, they're very um, they're in the aspect of strict judgment. Uh, strong judgment. And Bechinat Shimon, this represents the aspect of Shimon. As it says about Shimon, the tribe of Shimon, I will divide them in Yaakov, and I will scatter them among Israel. What does that mean? And what does it say over there in the Midrash? Um, sorry. That they will have to go from door to door accepting tzedakah. That the tribe of Shimon will go from door to door accepting tzedakah. They will be scattered among the Jewish people. They won't have a place, essentially. They're going to be in strict judgment and they'll be having, having to collect staka charity. So, we know that Shimon represents gvura. It represents strength. It represents judgment, as we see with the act of, um, of Shechem, that Shimon and Levi went and attacked them, of course. And we know Shimon is in the state of judgment. Brother the Zohar, Bereshit, page 236b. Also look in Zohar um, Shemot uh, also, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Chapter, uh, page 6a. Uh, <coughs> so we see that Shimon is in the aspect of strict judgment, and so too are the Aniim. And just like we see with regard to this Inan of Shimon, or um, the Aniim, that they are, uh, what do you call it, that the poor are very cruel. Because they do not possess this midav rachamim, and of course this isn't saying everyone. Of course there are people who do, and there might be many who do. But in the source of poverty, true poverty, we're talking about here. Um, they are in the aspect of strict judgment, simply uh, because they do not have a um, any shuvadat. They're in a they're in Tukpadadina, as it's brought down in the Zohar. So, because they do not possess this attribute of mercy, they are in the aspect of strict judgment, 
and therefore there's no pity in Deen. There's no pity, there's no rachamim in Deen. And because they do not have pity, meaning that they do not possess the 13 attributes of mercy, and because they do not possess the 13 attributes of mercy, they're not able to awaken the 13 attributes of Hashem's compassion. Therefore, we need to request from Hashem's barach. Rachamim, they need to request from Hashem great compassion. Therefore, these poor people, they need to beg and plead before Hashem that He Himself, that God Himself awakens these 13 Midot Rachamim on His own, without any lower awakening, without any um, awakening from us. That we should awaken that Hashem Yitbach himself should awaken these 13 attributes of mercy, and that he should remove the first one of all the bundles of the sins. Rabban was saying, as he mentioned above, that of course, we want Hashem Yitbach to remove the first um, of each and every bundle. And of course, the way to do that is to act with compassion and mercy, with mercy, to, um, um, what do you call it? exemplify the 13 Midot HaRachamim, and therefore awakening um, Hashem's 13 Midot HaRachamim. And when a God does that, when God's 13 Midot HaChamim are awakened, He makes Edom pay for those sins. And He makes Edom, the nation of Esav and Edom, um, what we call it, um, nourish the rest of the sins in those bundles. But uh, Rabenu says that with poor people, with people who are in the aspect of strict judgment, doesn't necessarily mean poor people, but people who are in the aspect of strict judgment, because there's no Rachamim in Deen, there's no uh, pity in the aspect of Deen, in the Zohar in the Gemara, Therefore, you need to beg Hashem that He has pity and that He doesn't rely on your pity um, for His pity to be awakened. So Rabbanu continues, This is what we say in the Slichot. Um, as we say, the Sfaradim say this every day in Slichot, in Tachanun. Uh, this is what it says over there, do not recall our first sins, meaning the first sins of every bundle. Quickly let your mercy precede us. For we are very poor. Meaning what? Hashem, we're asking Hashem, do not remember our first sins. Let your mercy precede us. Meaning do not wait on us for, for us to have mercy because we are in judgment. We do not know how to have mercy. Rabbeinu is saying we are all poor. We are all very poor. Therefore we must rely on Hashem for Hashem to precede uh, us with His mercy and therefore removing the first of every single bundle of sins. Meaning that we are begging before Hashem that He does not remember and recall our first sins within each and every bundle of sins as we mentioned about. In the verse that He passes over the first of every um um, of every, uh, the first of every sin. That we're asking Hashem that we remove the first of every single bundle. The first and the first of every bundle. The foundation of every bundle because we know the first leads to the rest. So when you get rid of the first, you get rid of the entire structure. That by getting rid of the first sin of each and every bundle, with this automatically you nullify, you remove 
um, all the other sins, the remaining sins within the bundles. But in order to do this, to accomplish this, we need to fulfill all the 13 attributes of mercy. And when we act with compassion, we fulfill the 13 attributes of mercy, God's attributes of mercy are awakened, thereby removing the first and every sin. Because God takes upon Himself to remove it. But because we're not capable of this, we're not, we're not able to do this, we beg Hashem Bach that He precedes His mercy before ours. We say in the verse, quickly, speedily, let your mercy precede us. Let your mercy specifically, not mine, let yours precede us. <clears throat> for we are very poor meaning that we are very poor and because we are poor we are in the state of we are in the state of um, strict judgment and therefore we do not have the ability to act with the trait of compassion and we do not have the capability to awaken to merit to have um, these 13 midot of God's um, awakened. Therefore, Rabbanu says the only way to do this is to spread out your hands before Hashem, to lift your hands out to God in prayer, and to beg Hashem, to plead before Hashem that He Himself awakens His 13 attributes of mercy. Because we do not have the strength to do so, for we are very poor. And this is what it means when it's in the verse. Quickly, Hashem, let your mercy precede us. Meaning specifically from you. Meaning that you should awaken your mercy. For we are very poor. And when we are successful in awakening God's mercy by praying to Hashem, by praying to Hashem that He Himself awakens it, God does not recall our first sins and thereby removes the first sin of every single bundle as we had just discussed. In uh, the beginning, the middle, and of course the end of this uh, section in Sikhot Hashem, that's it for today. We see something very crucial, something very big, that we have the ability to remove the foundations and the bundles of all these sins by getting rid of the first. We must get rid of the first sin of every single bundle. But the way to do this is to awaken Hashem and the only way to do so, for we are very poor, is to pray and to beg Hashem that He gives it to us. There was a student of Rabenu, forget the name of the student, it's brought down the story, if I'm not mistaken. Actually, no, it's one of the later Hasidim, if I'm not mistaken. Of Rabenu, past Rabbi Avram Nachman. That there was a big Hasid who used to go to the Kever of Rabenu and used to spend hours a single day. People used to testify that he used to spend six to eight hours a day in the Tziun. I think it was eight, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Eight hours saying the same phrase. Me'otzar materat chinam chonenu. Hashem please grant us from the treasure house of unconditional gifts. What that means essentially is the fact that we are not worthy. This Hasid understood that the only way we can beg Hashem is begging Hashem not using our merit. We don't have merit. We have to beg Hashem that He grants us what we need simply because He is great enough to grant it to us even though we are not worthy. That He Himself should awaken His mercy and grant it to us. That Hashem should grant it to us as a free gift. Not because we deserve it. Because once we recognize we don't deserve it, then we enter the category of true prayer. Rabbi Nathan says a person should pray always in the category of 
of the Otsar Matanat Chinam. We should never beg Hashem Bach as if we deserve something. We should always pray to Hashem Bach in the aspect of the same way Moshe Rabbeinu prayed to enter the land of Israel. Vait Chanan and Hashem, and he begged him. He begged to Hashem. He pleaded before Hashem. What does Rashi say? As Rabbeinu brings down in lesson 78 of volume 2 of the Kutam Oran, Leshon Matanat Chinam. That Vait Chanan comes from the word Chinam, free. That Moshe Rabbeinu was asking Hashem Bach. From the, um, as a free gift to enter the land of Israel. Even Moshe Rabbeinu, who had all the merit in the world, didn't use his merit. He asked Hashem Yitbach to help him enter. And that's a tefillah that almost got him in. Of course, Hashem Yitbach had a different plan, but it's that tefillah that awakened Hashem Yitbach's mercy over him. And uh, may we have the ability, always relying on the merit of the tzaddikim, specifically Rabbeinu, who Rabbi Natan says his merit can sustain the beginning of the world until the end and all the... All the um, the generations of this world, we can rely on Rabbanu's merit alone to receive whatever we need. So, in the merit of the tzaddikim, the true tzaddikim, the merit of Rabbanu Akadosh, Rabbi Nachman and Fagin, the merit of Hashem Yitzvah's mercy, may we be able to draw down all the salvations that we need in order to serve Hashem Yitzvah with simcha, with truth, with love. Bezat Hashem.